around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. We're so glad you have joined us today, and we are excited about the great things as we close out this year that we're going to be talking to you about. And we also want to welcome our video audience and those of you that are watching by that venue. We're just honored and thrilled to share with you. Um, Terry and I are here today, and um, he's had wonderful 51 years of ministry around the world. And uh, between the two of us, I think we've got over, a, you know, at least a, you know, 100 years of ministry. <laughs> That's a while. That's a while. And uh, we just as we and started. all that while, the word still. <laughs> still the works. same, still the same, still the same. And we're even more excited about it today than we have ever been. And I'm just thrilled to talk about the things of the Lord. It's because it works. It works. If no. it didn't work, I'd have quit it years ago. No, that's I mean, right. Decades true. ago. Logically. But it worked. The word works. And that's so right. we've, it stayed with us. We've stayed with it. And I'm excited about the word, like you said, more than ever. But but it's because it works. If it didn't work, it'd be worthless. Remember that story Brother Hagen used to tell about um, the, you know, the North Texas mud. He said it was so hard and so sticky when it was wet and then just so dry you know it was just terrible land you know but he would say they had a saying up there in north texas that um if you'll stick with let's see if you'll stick with it when it's dry it'll stick with you when it's wet (laughs) and that's the way it's been with the word of god we've stuck with it but most of all god almighty has stuck with us and we are so grateful for that um, about the wonderful things that God has done. Well, we're we're closing out the year here, I guess, and and beginning getting ready to begin a new one. And it's going to be Christmas time. I soon. know, I know, I know. We've got uh, sixteen grandchildren that think this is their time, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so um, we know that that the Lord does what He likes to do, according to Psalm sixty four. I think it is that He crowns the year with His bounty. Yes. And in all His paths. Drift, yes, yes, yes. abundance, or fatness is the word said. King James says that abundance that God wants to finish everything with and start everything with. Uh, he crowns that. I always looked at that Terry like it was the a clock, you know, like eleven and twelve and one and two. But if sure. you set a crown on a clock, yeah. uh, the the crown would set on eleven to two, mm-hmm. and that God crowns November and December and January and February with his bounty. Yes. <laughs> because I always think you ought to leave Christmas up, Christmas decorations up to, yes, you do. <laughs> to till February because we need to finish strong and begin strong in right. the year, and we need to have enough to finish with, and we need to have enough left over to begin with. Well, you know, Christmas sometimes is, is confusing because it, it's such a wonderful, yes. happy Happy, beautiful, marvelous, <laughs> marvelous. holiday yes. or holy day, right. and it represents the birth of Jesus, one right. of the greatest thing that ever happened on That's the planet, right. Right. and uh, and the most prophesied event yes. in the whole Old Testament. I mean, they just kept saying, "He's coming, yeah. he's coming." There's a Messiah coming. Yeah, he, he, oh, he'll, he'll be born in the city yes. of David. And he'll, yes. he'll, he'll be born in Bethlehem of Judea. He's coming. He's coming. Wonderful. And, and they just kept prophesying. Yes. You know, Moses prophesied in Deuteronomy that a, that a great uh, uh, a great prophet's coming. And then David prophesied in the Psalms that a great king is coming after the order of Melchizedek. 
And wow. then uh, Zechariah prophesied in Zechariah nine nine, I believe it is, and said uh, said a great uh, a great king is or a great uh, priest is coming. Yes. And and uh, or I'm sorry, I, I missed yes. that up. David said a priest yeah. is coming after the order of Melchizedek, right. and then Zechariah said a great king is coming. Yes. All talking about Jesus. Uh, because there's only three offices ever anointed in the Old Testament. That's the prophet, the priest, and the king. And Jesus was all three. He was. Jesus was the prophet, the priest, and the king. Everybody. But I digress. Anyway, Christmas is confusing because it is such a marvelous, wonderful, beautiful right. holiday season. We put up lights. We put up trees. We <laughs> sing songs. You know, and in most of the world, or part of the world, it's cold right. and snowy. Part of the world, it's summertime during Christmas. But right. but but it's also confusing, and the kids are happy. But it's also confusing because uh some people have had great losses that's right and some people are alone that's right. and some that's people right. it's not a happy time some people it's a very sad uh time and and the suicide rates go up uh, that's right. exponentially at christmas time everybody's right. not happy everybody's not having warm fuzzy feelings everybody doesn't no, have right. family everybody right. doesn't have right. kids or grandkids to brighten things up and so it's a solemn time and a sad time for many and that's why we need to reach out. It's part of the holiday to that's be right. givers that's right. and lovers and lifters and that's carers right. and that's sharers right. and embracers right. to lift people and love people. Right. Uh, and then, of course, at this time of the year, we you've got your orphans. That's right. And you've got the church. And, and even though Jesus is the reason for the season, uh, ironically, the church gets left out at that time. You'd think that would be the church's best right. time. That the people would say, hey, let's bless the church. Let's bless the preachers. Let's bless the pastor. Let's bless the missionaries. Let's bless the orphans. Let's bless those right, that need help. Right. And yet the church's finest hour. It could be the church's finest hour. Right? Yes. But, uh, but people get busy. They don't yeah. mean to. They don't, no. they don't mean no. to neglect God. They don't mean to neglect the church or the missionaries or the orphans or the pastor. But they do. Because they're busy and they've all got kids and grandkids and they're, they get under financial pressure and, right. you know, and they, oh my God, I got to buy a present for Aunt Susie and, you know, Uncle <laughs> Joe and I've got to buy a present. And they get stressed. Very. And, and, and then their kids, you know, Christmas presents, their grandkids Christmas presents. And so a lot of times they're, they're giving for the gospel's sake or right. giving to the ministry, right. uh, falls away. Right. And so at this time of year, every year for, decades you know we uh, we receive offerings for orphans yes we do and um and, and i started out doing it just from pastor friends of mine i mean i didn't right. even approach the, the partners <laughs> and people like that i just would send a text to pastor friends of mine just a, just a handful at first and then a double handful and just said hey i'm i'm t receiving uh, christmas gifts for or money right. to buy gifts right. for precious orphans around the world and we just started with a couple of orphanages in, in a couple of countries. And now we're doing this year, it's eight countries. Eight countries. And about 15 Any, to 18 homes. Yes. We tried to count that up the other day and I yes. got lost. But 15 to 18 different homes and thousands of children. I mean, thousands. Right. Just right. one place in Mexico where these friends of mine I had for 30 years uh, feed children at the dump ground. Right. And uh, have built a school for them and, and, and uh, uh, built showers for them, feed right. them breakfast. Right. And there, there's there's a thousand kids just there alone. That's right. And that's not an orphanage. That's not a true orphanage. That's just a, a gathering place where they feed poor kids. Poor children. So, uh, but there are thousands of kids that we help at Christmas time. So anyway, so I'll have to say this, to, to just to remind our, our listeners right. and our viewers, mm -hmm. uh, just to remind you that, uh, that this is the time of year that orphans get left yes, out and forgotten about. And the church gets left out and forgotten about. So don't forget about them. And uh, so if you'd say, if you'd like to get involved with us and send an offering, you know, my 
the, the, the foundation we set up years ago for my first wife, Jackie, we call it the Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation or JMICF. Uh, and that's strictly a humanitarian aid organization. We take no money out of that. Every offering uh, that goes into JMICF, every dime, every penny uh, that's sent there, uh, none of it goes for overhead. None of it goes for salaries. None of it goes for expenses. Every bit, 100% goes to where you send it to. And uh, so sometimes it's disaster relief, hurricanes and tsunamis and that, that sort of thing. Uh, but all the time it's for orphans and, and, and for widows and for for, uh, for help people. That's right. And so, um, of course, that's kind of hard to say, JMICF. So you can also just go on the web to Orphan One. Orphan One. Just Orphan One. And you can spell it Orphan in the number one or you can spell it Orphan O-N-E, the word one. We got, we've got both of those covered. So if you just want to go to, and you can just go to dot org and orphan1.org, uh, you can even go to orphan1.com, but they'll, that will transfer you to JMICF or Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation. And it'll, there'll be a banner there and tell you how to give. You can give right there online or you can call our office, our office in Tulsa. Uh, if you want to write this down, if you still use telephones, uh, it's uh, area code 918. 392-9930, 918-392-9930. And just tell our staff uh, that, hey, we're sending Christmas money for orphans and, you know, designate this orphan. And you can give right over the phone electronically with a credit card, or you can go online and and do it there at Orphan One or JMICF or or TerryMizeMinistries.com. You can do it any way you want. TerryMize.com. Excuse me, (laughs) TerryMize.com. And uh, we've got them all covered. I know. We're trying to, we're trying to help <laughs> so, everybody. So you can engage. You, you can give any of those areas, but just say, hey, this is for Orphans Christmas, the Orphan Christmas Project, or however you want to word that. And we'll see to it that it gets to these, uh, at least these eight different countries. That's now, if right. we get in more money uh, than we were anticipating and, and it, it, to get everything covered in the eight countries and the 18, whatever it is, homes that we've got. Then, hey, I know other people with orphanages that could use some money. I'll help them. And uh, we'll we'll send money to them as well. But anyway, we want to encourage you. And like I said, I used to just send out a text to pastor friends and say, hey, take up an offering. Uh, don't put pressure on anybody. Don't That's beg right. anybody. Don't That's push right. anybody. Right. Just tell, just ask everybody if they'd give a dollar, one dollar right. uh, in an offering. And then if they have a hundred people in their church, it's a hundred dollars. It's 500 people. It's $500. Right. I, I don't, I don't ask our partners to send a dollar and don't, don't, don't take me wrong. I'm not disparaging a dollar. I'm just saying if you send a dollar snail mail, then by the time my staff goes to the air, goes to the post office and picks it up, brings it home, <clears throat> reads it, uh, writes a thank you letter, and I sign it, get an envelope, get a stamp, get it back to you, kind of eats the dollar up. So so we ask churches to have a bunch of people give a dollar. Right. But uh, if, you're, if you're giving, it'd be, it'd be better not to give more than a dollar just to cover the expenses of what we're having to do. So uh, and, and at this time, it's always been a blessing, Renee. I mean, people always. come out of the woodwork. Always. I've already had pastors ask me, I mean, weeks ago, say, Brother Terry, are you doing the orphanage this year? Yes, Brother Terry, right. have you started taking the orphan right. money yet? The or- orphanage money yet? And so some churches just love it. It's their biggest project all year. They love giving uh, to the orphans around the world and um, that sort of thing. So anyway, it's that time of year. Uh, Christmas is coming. We're gathering money to get get sent over to these folks. We not We not only bless the the kids, we always bless the workers. Help the workers you know, too. some uh, the new orphans we just picked up uh, this uh, this year's in Madagascar, which is mm. a French-speaking island nation off the coast of Africa, uh, and they've got six workers, so they've got 107 kids plus they've got six workers. You know, so it's 100 and what 
15 uh, people, okay. yeah. 14 people, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, so anyway, it's time. It's time. I, I, and I wanted to read a scripture, oh, okay. a couple of scriptures. I've read, yeah. read them hundreds of times, if not thousands. Uh, Proverbs 31, verse 8 and 9, in the King James says, Open your mouth for the dumb, and the cause of all such are appointed to destruction. Open your mouth and judge righteously and plead the cause and plead the Thank case you. of the poor and needy. The NIV says it more in our vernacular today. It says, Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. For the rights of all who are destitute, the poor people, yes, speak up and judge fairly and defend the rights of the poor and needy. And that's two scriptures in the Old Testament. Then the New Testament scriptures, James 1.27, says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. I mean, it gives you a definition. Is right. this. It to visit the fatherless and the widows or the, right. or the orphans and the widows in their affliction and to keep yourself unspotted right. from the world. Renee, those three scriptures, those two in the Old Testament, two in Proverbs there, and the one in James, are really why for the last 51 years, it's what makes me get out of bed in the morning. It's like fire in my bones. It, uh, it's why I've eaten monkey and dog and cat and rat and worms and all the, all the things I've eaten over all the years. Why I sleep in crazy places and travel to crazy right. places I've traveled right. for 51 years is because of those scriptures. I, my job <clears throat> is to open my mouth for those that are headed well, to destruction. They're, they're headed for destruction. They have an appointment with hell. Right. Every baby born on the planet, his destiny is hell. The, the, the destination is hell. The final end is hell. Unless a man or woman that loves Jesus, That's a Christian, right. That's right. unless a Christian interrupts them at some point during their life, interrupts them, gets in their face, and tells him there's one true God, no God That's like right. Jehovah, that, that God sent his son Jesus to the earth, that Jesus is the son of God, mm -hmm. that he was born of a virgin, Absolutely. that he lived uh, on this earth, on planet earth, uh, as a man, that he died on the cross for us, That's right. that he shed blood for us, gave his life for us, that he died a substitutionary death on the cross, uh, a death we should have died, he died. And uh, they buried him, and the third day he rose again and is alive today. And you, by believing on him, can live with him Hallelujah. forever. That's the gospel. No, that's it. Doesn't matter what preachers okay. call the gospel, that is the gospel. That's right. A lot of times preachers call the gospel just any sermon they preach. And they just preach a nice little sermon to Christians. They say, that was the gospel. No, no, no. The gospel is that Jesus is the Son of God, born of a virgin, lived on this earth as a man, died a substitutionary death on the cross for us rose again the third day is alive now, and you can live with him forever by believing on him. That's the gospel. That's it. And Jesus himself said, for God so loved the world right. that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, I mean, anybody on the planet, seven and a half billion people, whosoever believeth on him should not, should not, should Thank not perish. They are perishing every day, but they should not, Jesus said. They should not perish, but have everlasting life. Well, well that's the gospel. Yeah. That's the gospel. That's the gift. Amen. Praise God. So anyway, those scriptures are why we do the thing for orphans for Christmas. That's right. And it's why we do everything else we do, why we get out of bed in the morning. When I think about Christmas like that and and why the gospel, as uh, Matthew 24 says, it must be preached. must be preached. If I was going to say it today. And Jesus I said it, that. Yeah. He said, was, this gospel of the kingdom. If I was going to say Shall that be today, like we say, it has to be preached. Yes, must. it has to be preached. M U S T. And so, in preaching the gospel, and God 
sending Jesus to the earth. He so loved the world that he sent Jesus. As the church steps out onto the stage of the Christmas holidays, um, to me, it's as though, um, as the scripture we mentioned earlier, he crowns the year with his bounty. And we take that bounty to the world of the gospel and the goodness of God. We deliver the bounty and the goodness of God to orphans, to those that are hurting. Uh, Proverbs 24. And that's the humanitarian side. That's the humanitarian side of the church in action, of going to not only preach the gospel, but to rescue, as the old song says, rescue the perishing and care for the dying. In Proverbs 24 here, in verse, I think it is... um, uh, verse 11. 14. Oh, you're going back up yeah. above that. Proverbs 24, 11. It says, deliver those. You're talking about interrupting mm-hmm. people. Deliver those who are drawn away to death and those who totter to the slaughter. Hold them back from their doom. Now that's proactive. That's the proactive. That's not just sitting saying, oh, I wish I could help. Oh, I right. wish people wouldn't go to hell. Yeah. No, no. That's, it says you hold them back. You Don't you let them go back. to hell that totter to their doom, you know, like you're on the edge of a cliff yeah. and so, and you're tottering, they're about to lose your balance yeah. and go over like a toddler yeah. does and they're toddling along sure. and you want to grab them before they fall. That's what the church does. And I think, I think about um, God crowning the earth with his bounty and all the decorations and all the lovely things that Christmas represents. Yeah. Um, you know, just a sideline here, I always think, and I've said before, leave your decorations. I mentioned that earlier. Leave it up a while. And I think it keeps people in a more festive, faith-filled. Sure, sure. It's a, it's because a, as I said, for some, it's not a happy it's season. It's not a happy time. I, I mean, it's commercially, yeah, if, if, if stores did it commercially, it helps people ease out of the letdown of going back to everyday life. Well, they start back in October. They might as well go to, let it go to February. <laughs> Make it half the year and enjoy the goodness of God because people have got to get back to work. They've got to think about their taxes. Right. They, they've got to think about facing another year, maybe in, in not a very pleasant dynamic. Right. And if we as the church would represent the goodness of God and carry that over and celebrate. You look at all the feasts and celebrations and menus even that God gives in the word of God. The church for about four months, we could have the stage through Valentine's Day showing the love of God. Um, Going back, we start in November with Thanksgiving and February we end with the love of God and then just take a run and jump into Easter. (laughs) And it appears to me that the church could do it with such a celebration of, of heart and out in, in a representative way. Like David said, my heart overflows with a goodly thing. Sure, sure. And then he says, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant, in pleasant places. places. And the word of God coming out of the church, we could stand premier and paramount as this is who God yes, is. This is, the church. this is the church. This is the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is how we show you God so loved the world well, well, that God, he gave his only begotten and God son. God is love. Yes. And love is giving. That's right. I wish the scripture actually said that. It just said, <laughs> God is love, love is giving. It says it all around it, but it never just said, God is love. Yeah, right. Love no, is giving. No, but Jesus right. said, God so loved the world, he did what? He gave. That he gave. If you're a lover, yeah. you're a giver. 
You're a giver. If you're That's a lover, sure. you serve. You're a give, giver. You love. If you're a lover, you you'll be involved you. in missions. Yeah. If you're a lover, you'll be involved in orphans. If sure. you're a lover. You'll be involved in helping people. No, that's right. See, so you can, you can, you can, you can love, you can give to somebody. That's right. Without loving them. <laughs> that's right. But you can't love somebody without giving without to them. Giving. I love that explanation. That's always so accurate, and it's always so. Christians just need to have that, you know, just branded on their that's heart right. <laughs> that, that that I can give that's to somebody right. without loving them, that's but right. I can't love them without giving because love is giving. God is love. God that's so right. loved the world He gave. His only son, Jesus, so loved the world, he gave his life. Right. Paul so loved the world, he gave his life. Those other disciples, apostles, so loved the world, they gave their life. Wow! Isn't that right? The sacrifice. And uh, we don't want we don't want you to give blood today like those <laughs> those people did, but we do want you to give prayer yes. and love yes. and money. That's right. That's right. That's what the church does. That's what the church. That's what makes the church the church. It's so spectacular to me the opportunity that God presents to us and invites us as Christians to, it's, it's, as, it's as though the Lord is asking us, will you go show them who I am and take advantage of this season Amen. and go do it? And I find that as such a tremendous, not only responsibility, but honor to represent the Lord Jesus during the Christmas holidays for November December, and if you can be bold enough to call, I, I kept my Christmas trees up at my church in Corpus <laughs> uh, for those two extra months sure. and just changed out the colors because I just wanted to keep celebrating Jesus and keep that atmosphere going so that people have hope and expectation mm -hmm. in God. They have a hope in God. If you can carry people, uh, those that are hurting and those that are in lack and those that are, that are in hospitals and sure. sickly and alone and the shut-in people, if you can carry them through January and February sure. with the love of God by the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We even have people that uh, have missed giving at Christmas time uh, for the orphans mm -hmm. that are so excited about giving, said we didn't have this extra money till January. Can we still give it? <laughs> sure, we'll still <laughs> and, give it to orphans. We'll we, still give it away. We still, and it was so wonderful to send those checks out even in January. Sure. You know, really, I've always said, help them get started. I've always said that God gives us Christians. That's right. Every year, He gives us a checkbook. Yes, with twelve I checks. I love that in. example. One's labeled January, February, March, <laughs> yes, April, yes, all the way yes, through December. Yes. We have 12 blank checks. And here we are in 2019, right. and we're coming up uh, about to run out of checks. <laughs> That's right. And and we, It's and, like I say to you sometimes, I was Terry only have two checks. <laughs> yeah, well, we've only got a couple of checks left yeah. this year. That's right. And uh, well, only what we do for God will last. That's right. And at the end of the year, when we run out of checks, at the end of the year, when we spend... Wow. December. Wow. It's spent. That's right. And, and and time spent can never be gotten back. No, that's for one, sure. Once once December twenty fifth, twenty nineteen strikes midnight, right. there will never be another one. That's it's right. over. It's, it's done. It's over. It's done. It's over. Well, but then in January, God gives us twelve checks. Here we go again. <laughs> and, and then at the end of the year, you can stop and say, "What did I do?" That's right. With what I had. What did I, how did I spend those 12 right. checks? How did, did my, did my spending in January make heaven happy? Right. Did the check I wrote in February make heaven happy? Did heaven rejoice? Did I, did I increase the kingdom? Right. Did I, did I help heaven? Did I help God? That's did right. I, did I help? Amen. That's right. Well, it's just so exciting to think about that, Terry, that we're closing out the year. We're beginning the year. 
the responsibility that's on us. And what you were just saying, I was looking up the scripture I had. It says, teach us to number our days. Yes. That we may get us a yes. heart of wisdom. Yes, yes, So yes. the counting. The of calendar. The, of the, the calendar. Checkbook. <laughs> the checkbook down as we close out this year. And then we've got Hope Springs Eternal. We've got another 12 checks. Absolutely. We'll wrap <laughs> this up. We're out of time. Here. We are out of time. God bless you all. We love you dearly. And we're believing God that all of us together will be blessed to know that we are more than conquerors. Find us on the internet, terrymiles.com. We've got a new podcast every week. We can help you. We want to help you. We love you. God bless you. Amen. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.